cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. 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 All right, guys, we're back. Um, we're here with our guest this week from the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies podcast. We got Chris, we got Big Country, and we got um, Boye. What's going on, guys? Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, hey. How you guys doing? Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah no problem. Us, dude. How was you guys' uh, Christmas? Oh, it was awesome. It's great. It was good. It, it was good. It was fun. It was explosive. You know what I mean? Explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I had yeah. to I had to work that day, but I was able to to make it home and and uh, open up presents with the kids and um and still still work going back and forth to call. So nice. We made the most of it. Nice. Yeah. Right on. How about you guys? How was it for you? Oh, it was quiet. It's just me and my wife. Still, so we just hung out at the house and uh, opened presents in the morning, and then just uh, I cooked a brisket. Nice. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Right on. Bad way to spend a holiday. No, not at all, nice man. Especially with the way this year's been. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where um, are you all? Uh, Chris and I are down in San Diego. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. And I'm out here in uh, Johnson County, Kansas. Yeah. That's how you know you're yeah. from the hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what's it like in uh what's how's Kansas during all this bullshit? Um you know it's kind of weird because Kansas is all red, but we have a female democratic governor. And then the particular county that I live in is predominantly blue. Um yeah. I don't know how that exactly happened. Um <laughs> so this county is I mean everyone wears masks but I don't wear a mask anywhere and no one says anything to me. And maybe that's cuz I have a gun on my hip but maybe it's also <laughs> because people are actually really polite out here. They really don't get in get all up in your business but if you go 20 minutes south kind of out into the into the boonies a little bit um nobody wears masks. Everyone just kind of goes about their life. Yeah, don't that's they awesome. know they're all going to die though. Yeah, yeah. I live. uh, Yeah, Oregon, where I'm at, is is all red except for except for Portland and Eugene, (laughs) where like University of Oregon is. But like every other county is is Republican dominated. Yeah. Um, Outside of of Portland and in Eugene, are you guys mask free up there? No, no. I've been. I went down to uh, a couple weeks ago. I went down to this place called Thunder Ranch. It's like this gigantic um military or not military but um firearms like training okay. facility oh dude i thought it was a gay strip club <laughs> no <laughs> hell yeah dude let's but, come in uh, soon to johnson county Kansas. <laughs> yeah it's out in the middle of nowhere like 16 miles north of california in the okay. center of oregon like right by the where california and nevada meet and the mm-hmm. oregon border and it's like a, a tiny town with like less than a thousand people and Trump signs on every house and you go in a Safeway there and everybody's wearing a mask. Oh, so, man. Yeah. De- Deborah, where, what about you? Where are you located? I'm in California. I'm in um, 
Marin County, town of Corte Madera. It's just across the bridge from uh, San Francisco, okay, okay. just north of San Francisco. And everybody wears oh, of a course. mask here. <laughs> of course, in San Francisco. Yeah. <clears throat> even though, even though me and yeah. me and boy are Niner fans, I mean, we know we don't we don't go to San Francisco. <laughs> we don't no, go there. Well, well, I was I was born in Oakland. I was born uh, Merritt Hospital oh, yeah. in Oakland, but I grew up down here in Southern uh-huh. California. Most of my uh, dad's side of the family still lives in the Bay Area, and I'll frequent there for a Niner game here and there, you know. But it's not the same up there. Forty Niners aren't even from San Francisco, so they're in Santa Clara. Yeah, it should yeah. be called the San Jose Forty Niners. Yeah, well, they they uh, the city wouldn't let them build next to AT and T Park, so yeah. Um, yeah so have you guys been paying attention to this to this bombing i haven't heard anything i I just saw some stuff on twitter i don't know if it was fake or not but i saw charlie robinson put out a tweet saying that they found the guy's passport a couple blocks away from the from the bombing or is is that real well i honestly i it may or may not be because as soon as this happened actually chris and i were just talking about it when we were sitting in the waiting room um because i was kind of bringing him up to speed but they so far the photos that they have of the bombing just don't add up because there's like a before picture of the street that it blew up in and then there's an after right and i mean i'm no explosive expert but there's clearly like a giant crater in the middle of the road which i would think is where the detonation happened and then the location of this rv that they're like trying to hunt down is not even near the crater yeah then they said they found the remains of the perpetrator and then i heard the passport thing and then they found <laughs> supposedly they found where the rv was located from somebody on google earth um and then what Do you was know the many, you know many people probably own that rv well <laughs> just have one they, parked in their showing, backyard so there's a still of it parked on the street from the driver's side then the the google images or the the google earth google street view photo of the rv in someone's yard yeah. it's not even the same rv it's got different stripes paint jobs it's missing different equipment you know it's not it's not even the same so but then they said that before the explosion there was uh, like an announcement from the RV saying evacuate and bombs yeah. going to go off. So that was my biggest question is if it, if, if you're trying to do a terrorist act, if you're trying to take out as many people as possible, why are you sending out a warning to, to, for people to run away, to get away from it? You, you wouldn't do that. If anything, you're going to set up an explosion. And then, you know, as the first responders come and everybody else is coming to come assist people, you're going to have a second explosion to do as much damage as possible. You're not going to try to sit there and warn people if this is a terrorist act. Yeah. So, Maybe the, the government's turning over a new leaf. They actually do care about us, you know. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, there was. A, it, yeah. Heads up! We're we're yeah, bombing right. you. Heads I th- up! I think, I think we can all agree that I don't think the government always has our best interest in mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so you're not getting a vaccine. Maybe in the, me and I think I'm probably the biggest skeptic of the the whiskey beer and conspiracy guys, and even I know that the government doesn't have anything <laughs> our best interest in mind at all. Yeah. So. um it was a, a white nationalist. Is that what the story is too? Uh, well, I'm sure that's, that's coming. The, that's the path. Um, there was, I, I forget which news outlet. I don't think it even matters at this point anymore, but there was a news outlet that said, look for signs or look for connections to MAGA. Right. So instantly they're going to blame it on a Trump supporter. 
Um, another yeah, strange yeah. thing was white nationalists. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But immediately after this happened, they declared um, the airspace above where the explosion took place as a no fly zone over the entire state, as a matter of fact. So which they even said that it's a no fly zone and then it any repercussions of potentially flying over there could lead to deadly force, meaning that yeah. they, they would shoot you yeah. down. So isn't isn't a dec- like a no fly zone declaration like a, almost like a declaration of war almost? It's like, definitely a provocation, I'd say. So do, that's what like like Hillary Clinton wanted to do that over like Iran, right? And then yeah. that's like saying if you go in there, we're gonna shoot you down. Yeah, yeah, Ron and yeah. Russia, Russia does it pretty often uh, in Alaska, um, and pretty often actually uh, past some of our destroyers and aircraft carriers. Yeah, so yeah, it's well, a little bit of saber saber rattling, you know. But the the interesting thing about that explosion was apparently it was at an AT and T building. Now that AT and T building doesn't only house you know all this electrical bullshit for customers but it's also a hub like a collecting point for the nsa um and it looked like that explosion was deliberately to take out you know the power or or the cables running whatever it is to this building and i don't know if it's true or not but the rumor is is that that hub specifically deals with multiple states intel and one of those states is georgia <laughs> well, kind of wow. interesting. So, like I told Chris, you could have one of two things. If it's a black hat, maybe they're trying to destroy, you know, the data feeds here, so the NSA can't have, you know, whatever they're collecting, or a white hat, which makes more sense when they're telling people to evacuate, um, destroyed those data lines in order to collect data in Georgia without the NSA monitoring them. Um, Similar well, AT and T also got the contract to do the auditing for the Dominion uh, machines. Yeah, so so I'm I'm not sure if this was you know a white hat act or a black hat act, but uh, definitely expected false flags to happen between now and the sixth for sure. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's so funny is because today uh, um, I was actually on Twitter and. Um, Somebody had said something. I we I think maybe we had posted something about the explosion, and this guy commented, and he was like, "No, you know what it is? It's, it's the FBI finally cracking down on these white supremacists." And I was like, <laughs> "Is that what it is? Okay, <laughs> good. All twelve of them. Get them all. Get all I mean, thirteen that rally yeah. once a year. There hasn't been a white supremacist rally bigger than any of Joe Biden's rallies in decades." <laughs> since the 60s (laughs) you're gonna have to convince deborah on that one she's still convinced that there's there's white power guys all over the place you want to see my swazi here no no there are for sure but there's they're definitely not in the power groups like they used to be yeah i just don't think that's in the in any kind of visual and they definitely don't have a presence anymore because when they do come out there there's so much hate that comes back towards them i think we live in a, a much better time uh right now than we ever have as far as those kind of beliefs being pushed, pushed down. You know, I have a black daughter and, you know, I, I wouldn't, I would lose my absolute mind if, if I got pushed back from some white supremacist, you know, was trying to give my daughter crap or give my family crap. I, it'd yeah. be the end of them. Yeah. They're, they, they can't roam around safely anymore. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what do you think the, 
national uh, enrollment into the KKK is about 2,000 people or something like that. I would say, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was less than 2,000 people what at would this you point. Th- what, if we hadn't just said that number, Deborah, what would you think it is? I, I have Five no million? clue. Uh, no, but I certainly seventy-four million all Trumpers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all seventy-four million of them. <laughs> I, I, I certainly would think more than two thousand. I would think more than two two thousand, but probably less than the probably a max of ten thousand for the whole country. I think I would say it would surprise me. Wait, if it, how if many it people? How many? How many million? Yeah, how yeah. many millions of people do we have in this country? Three hundred and thirty. Three hundred and thirty. So you're talking about, you know, somewhere between where we could agree somewhere between like two thousand and ten thousand, you know, somewhere in there. That's for the amount of people we have in this country, that that speaks volumes of it. That there's yeah. a, such a small population. It is that has those narrow minded beliefs. That's an even smaller percentage than the COVID deaths to overall <laughs> to overall population that I pulled up for you, Deborah. <laughs> Pre existing edition. Um, yeah. You know, you know what's funny is um so the wife and I woke up Christmas morning and we're like, oh, we can open presents, it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> and then I turn on my phone and okay, there's an explosion, and I'm like, she's like, Oh, did you hear about that? And I was like, Did I hear about the false flag? Of course I did. <laughs> uh, and then I said, Here's what's probably gonna happen. They're probably gonna blame it on a white nationalist who's a Trump supporter. He had probably an AR-15 since there were shots that were reportedly <laughs> fired. Maybe he had some body armor on him. Um, and that's basically the scenario that we got that we're given right now. Either I'm a mind reader or I just know the game that they play. Yeah. Now, it's not out of the realm of possibility this happens, right? Now, obviously, there's white nationalists, there's Nazis, there's all these crazy people in this country. And unfortunately, I have to I have to say that they do have a right to be that in this country. You do you do have the oh, right 100%. to think that way. That doesn't make you not an asshole. Yeah. Um, you can still get punched in the face for being racist. You can a racist. still get punched in the face. <laughs> you do have that right to be that way. Just as far as anybody else has a right to be, you know, in any other kind of group. And as much as I hate Antifa and I think they're just absolutely horrid people, you still have the right to have that ideology. Now, when you start enforcing violence upon others and on your community, I think that's where you kind of draw the line. But, um, you know, with this explosion that happened, there's a narrative that is being pushed. And then there's a narrative that is the truth. And then we, we may never really know all of what is the truth, right? So I was listening to um, a podcast earlier and the host was talking about how BBC ran the initial report about the explosion um, and then they didn't update the report for, he said, 14 or 15 hours. They reported 27 minutes early like they did for Tower 7. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Right. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but... He had he had implied that that perhaps they were told, hands off this one, mm. and then when we'll give you what you need to say. Yeah, and yeah. then it would seem that um, I think the guy here I have the guy's name right here. The guy's name is supposedly Anthony Quinn Warner. Yeah, sixty three yeah. year old. Um, he was sixty three. Yeah, <laughs> just had nothing better to do but just blow up an RV, but but warn everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not buying that was a person at all. Um, 
or, uh, you know, a civilian that set all this up because they said that it appeared to be extremely sophisticated. Now, if you were going to create an extremely sophisticated bomb, I would imagine you're smart enough to maybe be a little bit more discreet than having a loudspeaker attached to a giant RV parked in the middle of an industrial area. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not, it, do, it doesn't add up. This kind of reminds me of the Vegas shooting. Yeah. So I was just yeah. about to say too. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot of, you know, like open-ended statements. None of it makes any sense. Um, and for all we know, and I'm sure Anons will probably turn it up at some point, but for all we know, that guy they listed as the suspect has been dead for a long time, mm. you know, or never even existed or it's, it's just too strange. <clears throat> you remember when the Vegas shooting happened, all of a sudden we we're getting reports of like the shit this guy was into, the type of life he lived. Um, and then all of a sudden they were like, no, 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 he was just crazy. It's like, well, what about all this other stuff that we collected and, and, you know, you okay yeah. over there, big country? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that was a little stiff one. <laughs> you drank your spit bottle for a second. No, yeah. No, this is, <laughs> we're good. I'm just, this is a stiff one. <laughs> so, yeah, it just does, it's not adding up. And, um, like I said, you know, I'm sure. So, did the guy, the alleged bomber, he got killed in the blast too? Did, did they pronounce, funny. is that what they're saying? That's what they're saying now. Yeah. Did they list his cause of death COVID? <laughs> <laughs> the COVID made him. Explode. Well, you know, if, if, if we can look at it from kind of an outsider perspective that we all have, right. Is that what just doesn't make sense about the whole thing is that, I mean, and Deborah, you're the, you're the skeptic besides Chris here, right? Um, she's, uh, she's I don't not... know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> um, so the, 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 the story just, okay, let's go with this guy, right. Is a 63 year old white nationalist, uh, Nazi, whatever you, whatever you want to label him, right. Super yeah. racist guy. And he's like, you know what? I've had enough of these, these darkies and I've had enough of their, <laughs> their, interracial marriages so i never gonna... laughed at the racial slur so just so everybody knows <laughs> i'm shaking my head going oh no it's okay i'll allow it do you call call your niece darky when i'm not around is, no, is that what you no, call grace no no not at all no. just so everybody knows uh boye is our first guest of color so yeah yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> um, but he's he's like, you know, I've had enough of this interracial marriages. I'm tired of it. So Christmas Day, he loads up an RV full of explosives, explosives, which I believe they originally had said it was like a propane tank that that caused the explosion. Mm. And if you look at the 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 images, I'm like, uh, what kind of propane was in that propane <laughs> tank? <brother?" laughs> yeah. Um. So. <clears throat> he goes out to commit this atrocity, essentially. Uh, and then warns everybody to get away. Now, <laughs> they had originally said that the warning was 20 minute long. It turned out to actually be 30 minute long. Jeez. And it gave basically the first responders enough time to hear the warning, evacuate everything that was around me. It's Christmas Day. There's no one there. Yeah. Is it a residential area? I think it was like a business district. Yeah. Okay. So like so, storefronts and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. That was my understanding also. Yeah. yeah. So it's a business district. So he knows that Christmas Day, almost all of them is going to be closed. There's going to be no one there. Maybe a skeleton crew just to yeah. monitor if it's AT&T, I would imagine. Um, 
and then decides to blow up this RV himself, supposedly, and then this AT&T, which would have seemed to be the main target. And if you look at Google Earth images that they had um, have been showing you, some people have showed that the building um, is actually blurred out on Google Earth if you go to the street view. Yeah, it's um, like you, you can't search for government buildings using uh, Google Earth. Like if you were to search for a bait. What is up, Truth Hooligans Big Country here? Listen, we want to tell you about a special... Go fund me that we have going on right now to help fund the hooligans. That's the name of it. Hashtag fund the hooligans. What we're trying to do is get some brand new mics for the show because we have a lot of things planned for 2021. Listen, 2020 has been absolutely fucking bonkers. However, the show has reached new heights that we have never even thought imaginable and it's because of you the listen we have a patreon planned for 2021 a lot more shows a lot more episodes a lot more interviews videos live shows videos live shows live call-ins a documentaries planned so many more things to come for the show we're not going anywhere we're just getting started so by taking a you know a flavor and throwing it up the internet like our hero Gordo from those conspiracy guys say you would be truly doing us a great service by helping us reach our goal of $1,200. Now we're already halfway there. So half the work is already done from some wonderful, wonderful people that have donated to us. And with how many people are listening to the show now, if every person just gave a dollar, we would hit our goal next week. After you hear this episode, we would hit our goal. Listen, I know Christmas is right around the corner. 2020 has been nuts. Who knows what's going to happen at the end of December, coming into January with the inauguration, with you know Trump's executive order. It's just all fucking bonkers. And so if you don't have it, don't give it. But if you do, you want to take a 5, 10, a 20, no more than that, and roll it up and throw it at our faces, and we'll swallow it, and we'll spit it out into some new microphones so that way we can provide the best-sounding episodes for you guys listen we listen to all of our fans all of our reviews that you guys write for us we listen we read them we respect them and one of the reviews is the microphones catch a lot of background noise sniffing coughing things like that these mics will help us cut that out edit that out to provide better quality sounding shows for you the truth hooligans so listen if you got your phone in front of you and you want to throw us a five or a ten go to gofundme.com Type in hashtag fund the hooligans or whiskey beer and conspiracies podcast. We'll pop right up. It's also linked on our Instagram under our link tree. You can go there, take a flavor, and throw it at us. That would be amazing. So thank you so much for your continued support to all that we do here on the show. And we will talk to you guys on the next one. Stay vigilant, hooligans, and welcome to the never. Most of it would be blurred out. And the reason the AT&T facility is blurred out is because the NSA has an office there. Has has their fingers in their honeypot. Um, But he, he, he does this and then accomplishes what? If, if, if it's truly, he's a white nationalist that wanted to commit an atrocious act against humanity. It didn't, he didn't do it. Um, cause he we have a death, do we have a death toll at all on, on how many people got, were killed in it? There was like three injuries, three injuries. Okay. Yeah. No and that deaths. was like the, the Mexican janitor that had headphones on that was <laughs> singing and, and dancing and in the hallway. And they're like, you gotta get out. And he's like, no, I gotta work.
<laughs> but yeah, for yeah, my just, for my understanding, he's the only supposed victim of no. Uh, but well, oh, just wait. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be a manifesto. Air quotes that appears, you know, and it's going to be him trashing Biden and Kamala Harris and <laughs> white power <laughs> vaccines. Yeah, exactly. I'm an anti-vaxxer. So, yeah. yeah. So Deborah, when you first, you did you hear about this on um, Christmas? Mm-hmm. From, did you hear about it from CNN? Um, or MSNBC? No, I think uh, we didn't have any news on or oh, anything. I think Eric, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric, um, Eric saw it online, I think, and and he told me about it. And so, are you to the point yet when you hear about something like this? Do you think like what what bullshit story are they going to tell us is the truth, or do you think oh, I wonder what terrible person did this? Um, I, I'd say I'm more than 50% skeptic. What, what are they going to tell us? Oh, yeah. I'm, so proud. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, good. It. We've come so far. So, this is only <laughs> our 19th episode. So, far. so how did, if you don't mind me asking, um, Adam, obviously you would be the conspiracy theorist. And so how, realist. how did you get into, how did you get into Deborah's head and, and start convincing? Like, were, were you originally just like <laughs> aliens are real, real. There's frog water making frogs gay. <laughs> like, no, you, um, you know, I'm <laughs> not, Jones. I'm not that deep into this either. You know, what, okay. what kind of woke me up was, was the 2016 election. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a union member. Um, I was a big, uh, I'm in the elevator constructors union. I'm a okay. big, um, I was a big Bernie guy at the time because I didn't. Work for in. Otis. What's that? No, you I worked work for, for uh, ThyssenKrupp, the oh, Nazi okay. company. Uh, ThyssenKrupp. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, it was Dyson, but okay. Tyson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look up uh, Tyson. He was the main funder of Hitler. So. Oh, yeah. so was Henry Ford. If you guys. Yeah. Were. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he provided all the steel for the for the Third Reich. Oh. But um, yeah, you know, like remember when when Bernie was like winning during the during all the Democratic stuff, and then yeah. they were coming out with like those super delegates. Yeah. So he would like destroy Hillary Clinton in the state, and then she would like get more more delegates than him, mm-hmm. just because the super delegates were like, oh no, we don't want we don't want him to have those. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just started like looking into all that stuff. Um. I heard uh, this guy, Dave Smith on Joe Rogan, like a long time ago, like kind of right around that time. And he was talking about like free market anarchy. And um, I started listening to him. So I kind of like came to conspiracies through like um, anarcho-capitalism and like um, just like a general hate for the government. And then I, I just uh, from there went deeper and deeper and um, you know, it's way more fun to like believe the other way around, you know? So for sure. (laughs) Charlie Um, Robinson's real big into that. Into anarchy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah. So, you know, I was, uh, you know, 50, 50 listening to like extreme libertarian stuff. And then like, Mm -hmm conspiracies like unhinged conspiracy shit like sam tripoli so you know and uh 
Yeah. So you guys oh, do jujitsu, right? Yeah. yeah. All three of you. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Me too. Yeah, I, awesome. I just saw so, oh, really? my son started him and I went training this morning. <laughs> it's our Sunday yeah. routine. Awesome. awesome. So you're, uh, you're, you're able to train in San Diego. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> one of these? No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got. No, I, uh, they don't. Uh, they don't do that. <laughs> I um, I uh, I joined Tenth Planet when I got to Portland, and they're all shut down now. So I uh-huh. got. Uh, Easy, <laughs> I went and found. Uh, I'm I'm really sad that I had to leave, but I didn't want to. Yeah, that's like they kind of reopened, and they were making people train with masks on. I was like, I can't do it. Oh man! So I found the one gym that fucking told OSHA to fuck off and lock the yeah. doors, and yeah. uh, I won't say what their name be. is, but I'm. Maybe I can go train sometimes if I want to. So oh, right it's, awesome. it's good that people are starting to push back a little bit because this is affecting their livelihood. And we get people have to realize that their freedoms, <clears throat> when they start giving them up, when you start giving those freedoms up, they're just going to keep taking more and more. Yeah. And, and I'm a guy that goes and enforces stuff because I work for, I work for cops plus, I won't say the agency that I work for, but if I was ever told to go out and try to take someone's Liberty away, I would, I would tell my boss to go fuck off because, you know, you can't infringe on people's rights like that. Yeah. Especially awesome. when it's their livelihood, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just like what, what jujitsu like does for people's mental health, you know, like yeah. I know guys that aren't, aren't doing good right now because yeah. at the gym for eight months, you know, yeah, my cousin, like guys that wouldn't have been doing good if they hadn't found jujitsu. Exactly. They're not doing good right now. Yeah. My cousin, when all this started, uh, cause he's been training, he's been training his ass off for probably the last five, six years. Uh, he actually just got promoted to purple belt last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. It was awesome to see, but, um, guys like him, like that's his church, you know what I mean? And if he doesn't have jujitsu, he's a complete dickhead. He's already a dickhead, but just like double dickhead. If he doesn't train (laughs) jujitsu. So, uh, you know, because people are like, well, you can't, you can't go to church, so you shouldn't be able to go to jujitsu. He said, jujitsu is my church, and I'm gonna go regardless. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's the only. Pl- I've I've been doing. I fought MMA first. I've been doing jujitsu for the past ten years. You know, I just got tired of getting punched in the face. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just do some <laughs> jujitsu. The gentle art. <laughs> yeah. So I just do. Um, I did gi jujitsu forever. I got my blue belt from Half Gracie in San Francisco. Nice. And you know, after 10, it took me eight years to get a blue belt, been a blue belt for three years, going to be one for another five years, probably, but, same, um, same, <laughs> but yeah, so it's nice. Uh, I love, I love training at 10th planet. I love that system, but it's cool to be back in the gi too. So yeah, I, I, for sure. I didn't think I'd miss it as much as I did, but yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, Deborah, do you train jujitsu? <laughs> no, I don't. Good. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know it if it punched me in the face. No punch. The good no thing punch, is, no is it will involved. never punch you in the face. Yeah. It might, you might get elbowed on accident yeah, by a accident. white belt, but you know, um, hey, don't make fun of us white belts, all right? <laughs> hey, uh, Ed O'Neill is like a third degree black belt. Yeah, he's yeah, been a black belt for like eight years. He's been a black belt, I think longer than that. He was, yeah. I mean, he's, and I think he's, he's a Hickson black belt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a legitimate weapon. And he's, what, Deborah, do you know who Ed O'Neill is? No, uh-uh. That's Al Bundy. Married oh, with I, that's, what, I, that's yeah. who I thought you would, but I thought, no, that's not who yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah that's Al Bundy. He's in his yeah. 70s. Hey. And he, I don't think, I mean, he's trained for probably 20 years or so. 
So which means that so he are you saying there's hope for me? He didn't start till he was, was like never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. Never too late. Yeah. Never too late to choke somebody out with their own pant leg. Oh know? yeah. Deborah never <laughs> scored never Deborah never scored four touchdowns in a, in a single championship <laughs> high school football game, though, either. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. So yeah. Uh, so Deborah, uh when obviously the red pilling is sort of taken an effect, right? Because you can't can't just drop everything you know on somebody and expect it to wake <laughs> up because they would just go crazy. So um, are there, was there anything that happened before you kind of started getting red pilled that raised some questions in your mind? Probably, but you know, I didn't string, you know, all these individual occurrences mm-hmm. or, you know, revelations. I didn't really string anything together because I didn't think, uh, there was yeah. a string and, uh, now it's dawning on me that there is indeed a, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of strings and they're pulling in a whole bunch of different crazy yeah. ways. And it's like, uh, yeah. George Carlin said, right. There's a, there's a big club and you ain't in it. Yeah. And none of us <laughs> are in it. Yeah. That's what these guys did to me. They dumped all the red pills on me. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. I started going down so many rabbit holes. I didn't know what to do with myself. It makes the red pill. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. uh Yeah. She she took the red pill, but it's the time release one. So the time release is kind of wearing off every week a little bit more, but I'm really really proud of how far she's come. Like my first, my goal, like, you know, I, I wish I could just get into like weird stuff was mm-hmm. there right away but you know like if you just like go up to your mother-in-law and start talking about like pizza gate or yeah. you know or <laughs> tartaria or stuff yeah. like that you know no so my my whole goal was to just break her trust of anything to do with the mainstream media yeah and from there um we could we could maybe work and i think i've done that i think she oh, still yeah. she yeah. still watches it you know yeah this is only we the all we all have show. our fuzzy feeling vices that we cling to even though we know they're wrong yeah i like infowars <laughs> sometimes you know so yeah oh, i love alex <laughs> that guy's insane but i love that yeah guy. but um that guy's a, a real life cartoon character oh yeah, yeah we want to get into some uh well, I, I definitely, I keep asking her what she wants to do and she's just going with the flow. So, um, I'm tired of talking about the left, right paradigm. I'm tired of talking Here's, about Corona. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to get into some ancient mysteries. I want well, to get a good, into Here's like, a good, here's a good jumping off point. It's a little bit of true crime, but it's a lot of conspiracy. And that would be the Franklin cover up. We did that episode four. That's like the thing I know like the most about. We, we did that show a while ago and we're going to revisit it because we feel like the first time we did it, we didn't really do it any justice. It was good. A lot of people liked it, but are you going to try to bring somebody on for it? We'll see, but it's the, the, that whole, the, it doesn't matter if you did one episode or five episodes on the Franklin cover up. There's so much more information. Yeah. And you read Nick Bryant's book. Um, I think the country was that, did you read that one? It's a tough read. It's like 500 pages. Yeah. I have, um, I can't think of the, I can't think of the prosecutor's name right now. Oh, John DeCamp. John yep. DeCamp. I have yep. John DeCamp's book on it. Yeah, that's the um, Franklin cover-up. Yeah, the Franklin cover-up. And then Nick Bryant 
Nick Bryant's is a little better. John DeCamp was like, I think kind of more influenced by like the satanic panic. Mm -hmm, And he was definitely Nick Bryant's like a skeptic. Like he didn't want to believe any of that shit. And he had to because the evidence was so compelling. But John DeCamp was like way more into like talking about like satanic cults and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause there was, there was a lot of the, you know, everything was overwhelming because then that led us into the finders have you guys heard of the finders yeah i was at the um basically they're in charge of just picking up kids (laughs) finders were the ones remember that um they got busted in the park in tallahassee florida in 1987 and like they found these two guys were dressed really well and they had all these like disheveled disheveled kids at a park in florida and they were like in this dirty van with like all this child porn in it and stuff like that. Yeah, and like and like so they were like ahead of these its time technology. kids said that they were like these kids said they were taking them to Mexico to take them to school, but they were really taking them to Mexico to sell to like China. Yeah, they were taking like them these, to Professor Xavier's school for gifted children. <laughs> yeah, some of these kids like knew how to count in Chinese and stuff like that, yeah. but they were this cult that. um were based out of like Virginia, Washington, DC area. Yeah. Shocker. And um DC. <laughs> yeah. DC pedophiles. Yeah. And that uh, never happens. <laughs> like a whole bunch of different like local law enforcement agencies were involved. And then the FBI just came in and were like, nope, it's yeah. ours. And they yeah. just dropped the case on everything. Gross. And then so they were they, you, they were like using these kids as as honey pots. Basically. Yeah. And then there was compromise people. That all leads into the Johnny Gosh case. And that's super weird. Yeah. Dude, because it, well, it, it just know, spider webs into yeah, all of these crazy missing kids and it's disgusting. Yeah. So who, you remember who was Johnny Gosh? Johnny, Johnny Gosh, Gosh was the first milk carton kid, remember? Oh right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he was <laughs> kidnapped out of like the suburbs of Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. And there's rumors that he which ended is right up by at, Boys Town, which is right yeah, by yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, right by Boys Town. Yeah. yeah. And there's rumors that he ended up at uh Bohemian Grove and <laughs> was taking part in snuff films and shit. It's Yeah, that's crazy. what we t- remember we talked about Paul Bonassi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that gets into the whole monarch MK Ultra stuff. And I just yeah. listened to your guys' episode with Amy says what the fuck. Yeah. Who's coming on our show pretty soon too. She's awesome. Um, and, uh, she did. I, I didn't really catch it. Is her documentary on that still up anywhere? Can you get it on BitChute or anything? Or yeah, she has it on her. She so she has a BitChute channel. Okay. Um, that you can find. But if you go to our website, we have a we have a hard copy on it there as well under our both um, parts. Yes. Uh, both parts. Yeah, it's a full documentary. Yeah. So for our Franklin uh, episode. I had Deborah watch um what was the name of that documentary the the one that was supposed to be on Annie um an open secret is that what it is Yeah I think that's it mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so yeah Yeah so like they had they have it on I think they still have it on YouTube mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know if you've ever tried to watch it but it's like it it never made it to TV so it's like yeah. it was like really grainy and really yep. but they like remastered it so mm-hmm. it's way more watchable now so if anybody hasn't oh, seen nice. that yet watch it Yeah cuz I don't I don't think it was remastered when we did it cuz we tried to get through it it's but still the not good was, but it's like way better yeah. than it was it's watchable okay. Yeah um, the general the general rule of thumb that I kind of follow now with um 
for me, I kind of take more of the reins of the show, um, looking at different documentaries and videos and stuff like that. And Deborah, this, this is fun. You should try this sometime. So when, <laughs> probably a, <not> fun. <laughs> when a documentary comes out, whether it be on, on YouTube, specifically YouTube, but if a documentary comes out, like Amy says, what the fuck's documentary, um, about project Monarch, or you have the, uh, documentary about Boys Town. If you have the documentary that recently came out um, about a year ago now, that was on YouTube called um, Out of the uh, Shadows. Out of Shadows, mm-hmm. uh, and then there was the one about the pandemic. Um, so when you get those, immediately download a copy of those because they will disappear from YouTube. So I have hard copies of all of those. Because I was like, oh, I got to download this tonight because <laughs> it's going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah. So when we had scheduled Amy, this is a true story, we had scheduled Amy to be on our show. <coughs> and I said, because she had announced her documentary was out on Twitter. And I was like, I just watched it. It's amazing. We want to have you on the show. I downloaded the copy that night. So I had a hard copy on my hard drive. Supposedly, if the NSA is listening, I supposedly I have a hard copy. On my <laughs> um, and about a... No, nobody's listening, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A week before she came on, she messages us and says, shit, guys, they just pulled down not only my documentary, but my YouTube and I'm locked out of my Gmail. And I was like, oh, don't you fret, sunshine. I got the hard (laughs) copy and it's going up on our website. (laughs) So she's back on YouTube now with with another channel. She does daily rants. She can also be found on Rockfin and her bitch shoot. But... Um, with with what kind of what we were talking about there, I think you know how at boy I was saying and Chris that it, that it just spiderwebs into all these different avenues. Yeah. Um, I think the worst, the worst episode we've done was Jimmy Savile and the um Island of Jersey. Yeah, and yeah, we did a two parter on it. Cool. And Deborah, Jimmy. you got to be. Is that the English guy? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You 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 have to be severely intoxicated to do that, which I was for that episode. <laughs> I, had, I had to go to rehab after that. I, <laughs> I, I, I got sober. Story. I don't drink, so I'm screwed on that one. <laughs> it's all good, man. I'm sober now. I don't. I'm drinking like yeah. a year, <laughs> almost. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that, it's the, rough stuff. The Jimmy Savile one. When we first talked about doing that episode, I was like, "Okay, cool. This is no big deal." And it was, dude. It. I had to watch the documentary like three, took me like three separate days to watch it. It's not that long, but I just could only stomach it for so much. Yeah. So yeah. the, it, it, the uh, what is Jersey Island was like an yeah. island with an orphanage on it. Is that what? Think, or, basically, yeah. Like it had like a, like a boy's school on yeah. it. Right. So, so Jersey, Jersey, kid. yeah. Jersey Island is, is, is essentially like, um, the island that Epstein owned. Oh, okay. Um, except for everyone there is essentially a pedophile. Yeah. And all and the children are basically orphans. But yeah. is there like an institution on, is there like a school there, or something on it? There was, was it a hospital? There's hospitals, there's schools, there's, um, there's churches. They're, they're, av- they're like, I forget the exact number, but their yearly income is insane just for that, for that island. With that has like a population of like forty thousand people, okay. but their 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 income is like two billion dollars. So it's got all these rich pedos on it. 
yeah and like and, that are related to royalty and stuff and they were just exactly. ki- taking kids off that island and then just dumping them out in the in the well, english channel right yeah so was, essentially it was like a fucking grocery store for pedos right yeah you show up and um you grab whoever because there's not gonna no one's no one's gonna say anything like there were stories of them uh going into like old shutter areas of a hospital and they're finding, you know, kid sized skeletons Ugh. handcuffed to the wall. And no one, these aren't reported. No one ever talks about them or anything. You know what I mean? But there's stories of basically them picking up kids, putting them on a boat, doing whatever they're going to do to them. And they just dump them. Right? Yeah. Yep. Death rides. Yeah. All right. Truth hooligans. We're going to talk about cushy dreams. They offer a full lineup of premium smokable CBD, and they specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flower, also known as bud, in cans and pre-roll joints. It's got a great taste and all the benefits of smoking high-quality marijuana without getting high. Personally, I like the Relax Blend after spending too much time in a rabbit hole and Dream to help me sleep after those red pill overdoses. And honestly, it's just the best way to deal with 2020. Enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting high under 0.3% THC. It's cannabis that ships directly to you and is legal in all 50 states. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and they want to smoke their CBD. It looks, tastes, and feels like high-quality marijuana. They take the artisan approach and every single run is small batch. 100% hand-trimmed, never touched by machines. Independent lab tests to show compliance and purity are posted on their website. Each batch is slow-cured for two to four weeks that guarantee maximum freshness and preserved flavor and cannabinoids. Grown here in the great U.S. of A. Cushy Dreams has CBD flour in cans and pre-roll joints. They come specific indica and sativa blends like Energy, Hustle, Relax, and Dream. Once again, relax and dream. They do exactly what the name says, and they're my favorite. The offer here is if you go to cushydreams.com, that's K-U-S-H-Y, dreams.com, and get yourself some high-quality CBD bud, use our promo code at checkout, which is WBC, for 20% off your first order. That's at checkout. Use promo code WBC for 20% off your first order. Smoke. Your CBD. That's right. Did they find mass graves on that island too, or is that something else? If um, if they did, um, maybe that's the one they found. Like all these it. little babies outside of like a nunnery. Oh, wasn't um, that Cropsy? Oh, that's a scary movie. <laughs> we did an episode yeah, on that. We did an episode on Cropsy. Yeah, he's a serial killer. Yeah, he was the um, the custodian or something, wasn't yeah. he? he? Yeah, wasn't that, like a that, escaped inmate. It, he at was that a uh, place from, on Staten Island, right? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a hard documentary to watch. That that was that one was of the ones though. And I was watching, I was like, oh man, I had to stop in between. Yeah, dude, point. when they show that footage of, so it's like this old insane asylum that was on Staten Island, I think, right? Yeah. And like her Geraldo went and did an expose <laughs> yeah. on it in like the early seventies when he was still like a local TV broadcaster. Yep. <clears throat> still fantastic mustache. Oh, Great yeah. mustache. I but like they showed it and it's like all dark and they go in there with the cameras and it's where they got the um it's where they got the idea to do that American horror story mm-hmm. that's in the insane asylum. 
it's really oh, tragic and uh-huh. sad and scary Super and like it's and really dude, Deborah's <laughs> over here dropping knowledge oh yeah that was the fucking yeah yeah how did you know about that because <laughs> like i guess in staten island they call like the boogeyman like cropsy cropsy yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. He, he ended up becoming like one of those you know urban legends yeah. urban legends like if you're kissing your girlfriend yeah hook on the doorknob exactly mm-hmm. but yeah oh, so yeah. like so um so all like i guess the story is like reagan era they closed down all the insane asylums but like so they just let all these people out on the streets and they had nowhere to go so they like formed a mm-hmm. this camp. crazy camp community in like the yeah. tunnels below the below the mental institute crazy hard. Like, yeah it's just hard because you, you see those type of individuals out there that need the help and you want to give them help. And, and there's just a, not a lot of help that you can give them when they're out in the in public. You know, I, they, I run into they, them on a daily basis. They all it's have very difficult. incredibly strong immune systems, though. They do. They're not getting COVID. <laughs> yeah. It's not piles of dead homeless people everywhere. It's weird. <laughs> oh, they just goes to show you, man. Don't wash your hands. Don't wash your hands. Don't even wash I'm your body. You. And we just shouldn't. Yeah, we're we're way too clean. <clears throat> but, sure. oh. but yeah, that um that monarch that monarch episode's really good. Um, <sighs> have you guys heard of the um this guy Dean Reiner who does the Up Is Down podcast? I've heard the name oh. of the podcast. It's really good. You should check it out. He's uh he's another Oregon guy. I just helped him move today, actually. Nice. Um, but he uh <laughs> he used to do these really multiple part deep dive episodes and he has like a four part MK ultra yeah. where he gets in. He has like, uh, you know, talks about like Paul Benassi, which is the name that comes up over and over and over again with Franklin and all that Johnny gosh and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, Kathy O'Brien, and Kathy O'Brien's story is crazy. It's oh, her, man. her story is by far the most disturbing, um, Kathy except O'Brien for portions of Paul Benassi's. Yeah. And hers is so relevant to all these people. Exactly. Have, Deborah, have you right watched now. that documentary yet? Which Project one? Monarch? Oh, the Amy the says M- what the fuck one. Yeah. No. no. Uh-uh. It's really good. It's and that is like the master key to all conspiracies. It because really <clears throat> because you know she goes over the four the four parts of the brain and that's how they basically divide you into what type of monarch you're going to be. Um. So Project and, Monarch, Deborah, it's the it's the government, it's the MK Ultra, the government mind control project that the CIA was doing. That's yeah. fact came out yeah. in the church hearings that it was a real thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deborah, have you heard of a movie called um, The Men Who Stare at Goats with George Clooney? Oh, George Clooney. It, yeah. Maybe you've never seen yeah. it, but yeah, I think I, I, I think I did see yeah. it. Yeah, corny I've movie. Heard of remote viewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The premise of that movie is based on the, this this government um, mind control experiment that they were running in the 60s and 70s that they were attempting to use um, psychic powers, individual psychic powers to control goats and all this stuff. Uh, it turns out that that's actually something that they did. And uh, MK Ultra is well known as far as all the declassing, like you said, the church hearings that came out um, with this this program. And if you look at cases like the Batman shooting, um, his father, the suspect's father, were, was working on the uh, MK Ultra program. The Batman shooting. Do you remember the, the, Col- the Aurora, Colorado shooting? Shot up the oh, movie okay, theater. Okay, yeah, yeah, shooting yeah. in the movie theater. His father was working with the MK Ultra program. Um, mm. So, 
there's all these different things that kind of tie into that. But like Boya was saying that like, that's the key to everything because, you know, earlier in the show, we, we had mentioned that, you know, if you were to drop all, all these red pills on somebody that doesn't know what's going on, it's too, it's just too much. Right. But if you could think of it this way, that these people who are or real life serial killers like Charles Manson and mm-hmm. you have, um, he never killed anybody. Ted, Ted he never killed <laughs> Ted Bundy. Um, who was the Night Stalker? Richard, Richard Ramirez. 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 Right? These the people are actually documentary on him coming out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm so excited for it. Is it so on Netflix? Excited. Yeah. Okay. Because, um, yeah, my parents actually grew up in the area where he was running around um, at the time. And, and if you look at it from these people are real life psychopaths, right? Real life sociopaths. They they don't they don't have empathy. They they don't they don't care about others others. They're they're mentally incapable of of being what we are doing right now. They can't yeah. these are the same people that are pulling the strings yeah. in government agencies, in presidential powers, whether it be senators, governors, lawmakers, um Certain aspects of law enforcement, first responders. Military. Hey, 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 hey! I said leave certain first, aspects. Leave the first responders out of this. I said certain <laughs> aspects because it's all the upper management. It's not the road guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, the road guy isn't the one calling the shots. You know what I mean? It's always an authoritarian figure, unless their role as a monarch is to send bombs through the mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it, it, it's just it's. It's that it's that mentality of if you can look at it from that perspective, because a lot of people, when I used to talk to them about 9-11, their biggest pushback was, I don't believe that they would kill that many people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, <laughs> if you don't know the fact that 9-11 aside, the, um, the whole reason we got into Vietnam, right, was... Um, oh, God, I can't think of what the... Gulf of Tonkin. Thank you. Gulf of Tonkin. That was declassified. That it never happened. It, that never happened. They declassified it. <clears throat> that do you killed sixty-eight thousand. Know you know what he's talking about? Not, no. I mean, it, it's familiar. I should know, but I, I don't know. Gulf of the... Tonkin was the false flag where they said like the Vietnamese Navy or something ships fired upon American ships, and it was the catalyst to get us start us to the Vietnam War that pulled yeah. us in. It never happened. never happened. Never happened. It was happened. like some Vietnamese fishing boats out in the bay. <clears throat> yeah. So they made that whole up. That was a catalyst to get to get us into war, like Adam said. That was like a low level Pearl Harbor or a low level Lusitania with World War One. That got us into Vietnam. That killed sixty eight thousand Americans. Yeah. And as much as I love America and I love the military and I love what we stand for, we got the ever loving dog shit beat out of us in Vietnam. Yeah. So sixty sixty thousand plus Americans. How many Vietnamese innocent? I mean, I mean, hundreds say, of thousands, hundreds right? of thousands innocent, you know, civilians, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of of actual combat mm-hmm. VC troops. Yeah, and then you have to judge the blowback to like what happened in Cambodia after that because of the de- destabilization in the area, the fucking yeah. Khmer Rouge. You know, millions mm-hmm. and millions of a whole a genocide. Yeah. yeah. And it changed a generation here too in the States, you know. Mm-hmm. Those guys came back and they were viewed as monsters and Yeah. Fifteen percent of them addicted to heroin when they got yep. back, you know. 
Yeah, well, that was that was one of the biggest reasons we went into Vietnam was yeah. poppy fields. Same thing in Afghanistan. There's exactly. still American soldiers guarding poppy fields for some reason. Yeah, That's the whole, the whole right. reason Pat Tillman got smoked. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Deborah, do you do you know who Pat Tillman was? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was supposedly friendly fire killed by friendly fire. Well, his his parents had come out, and I'm sure those those interviews are, have been buried s- since then. That um, he said that, that you know we're out here doing this for basically opium and I'm going to come back and tell the true story. And they said, no, you're not. And yep. Just like that. Got (laughs) back of the head. And, um, training exercise. (laughs) But when you start looking at it from that perspective, it's a little easier to make sense in your head. Okay. These people are not like me. They're not like we can never fathom doing this. Like the challenge for her, I think is like, Oh, I'm, Hillary Clinton's exactly like me. She's a kind, elderly, mm-hmm. liberal woman. You oh. know, when when want. Adam started talking about Hillary Clinton, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I, are you familiar with Frazzle Drip? Is, <laughs> dude, she's, she's not. She's not ready, dude. Oh, okay. Back. I'm Pull sorry. Back. <laughs> uh, dude, there's some things that you write should... it down, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that one off air because I don't. Uh, the yeah. react, yeah. I'd like to see your reaction on that we, one. Uh, we have a Frazzle Drip shirt on. Our, <laughs> it says "Release Frazzle Drip," and it's got, it's got Hillary's face on it. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that was this, sort of the same instance because I've been having this back and forth with my mom and dad because, you know, I it's weird because when Joe Biden was like at his most racist peak, which he might still be, it's just a little quieter. It's only a matter of time before an M-bomb comes out, dude. I can't well, wait. Well, did you see the, it was a Zoom meeting. <laughs> did you see that Zoom meeting that he had? Yeah. And, and he was talking about how the biggest threat to America uh, is not just the blacks. This is him saying this. It's not just the blacks, uh, but white people are going to be the new minority and you are all going to have to deal with Hispanics. And this was like within the past week. And it's him talking to the yes. leaders of BLM. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like Al and, Sharpton and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're all sitting there. No one's calling him out on his bullshit. I got to hear I got to hear this. But I'm, I'm telling them because I'm looking at all these old video clips of Joe Biden working with all these segregationists. He's talking about how uh, young black men are predators, how they don't deserve any super predators, man. Super predators. Yeah. You know, and my dad's been in and out of the system. And I've and I've told him before the reason. The 94 crime bill was put into place was keep you like you locked up. Yep. And that's what happened. There were, there's quite a bit of time where, you know, we didn't have a father figure because he got pulled over, had, you know, something that would have normally been a misdemeanor. Well, you already, you know, in the system, you're going back for even longer now because we need to teach you a bigger lesson. And so I'm going through all of this and they're like, no, Donald Trump's the racist. And I said, I was the first one to call Donald Trump a racist when all this stuff started happening because that's what we were seeing on the news. Then I said, you know what? I'm tired of people saying that he's not a racist, so I'm going to find all of this shit that proves my point. There's nothing out there. There's nothing. And and so I then I started thinking to myself, right? When you call someone a racist, that's one of the most hurtful words you can use when someone is truly not a racist, right? But now it's so trendy to just call someone a racist. Like every Trump supporter is a racist, right? As we hear all the time. Um, and 
people just roll with it. There's no fact checking done, <laughs> right? So it's it's extremely. I'm, I'm having this argument. I'm telling them, no, he's not racist. This is what Joe Biden said. Find something of Donald Trump, some, something he said, right? They can't do it. Um, one of their biggest things was the Central Park Five. Yeah. And they're like, well, he said all those kids did it. And, uh, and they're all, you know, black and Mexican kids or black and Hispanic kids. And I said, that doesn't make someone a racist. You know, there's plenty of people of all kinds of different colors that commit crimes or people think commit crimes just based on the evidence. But that doesn't mean that someone's racist, you know. So my mom, whose name is also Deborah, by the way, she said, I'm going to find all this evidence for you. And I said, okay. So like a week went by and I'm like, how's your homework going? You know, (laughs) she's like, well, I'm still working on it. I said, good luck. I've been doing this shit for two years trying to dig up something. I can't find it. You know, there's a whole lot of video clips of black entrepreneurs thanking Donald Trump for, you know, loans that were never made public or, you know, different things that he's done to help a lot of individuals and under, you know, under, underprivileged communities. And um, it's a shame that every time the guy opens his mouth, the media is like racist. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, I I think uh, we we talked, I talked about this on, on, on Sam's show that um, I kind of witnessed it firsthand, this type of indoctrination that, that people have based on um, optics. Right. So I work with a guy, I'm an electrician by trade and uh, big, big black guy. And I don't say his name, but he um, he's a Trump supporter. And so election day came around and I let him wear my MAGA hat. We were on the job site. He took a picture of it and he put it on his Facebook. And within 20 minutes, that guy was getting phone calls from his mom, from his sister, from his aunts and uncles. You're a coon. You're a house <laughs> Negro. You, you, I'm deleting you off That's everything. Terrible. You're supporting a racist. Like you're not black anymore. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm witnessing this. I'm like, you can come over to my house for Christmas <laughs> if you want, dude. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but it's this type of of this. It's almost and, and we've said it numerous times, like we're not a political show, even though we kind of get into it a little bit, especially with what's going on with. It's hard not to be right now. Right yeah. now. I mean, th- this this election has been the mother load of conspiracies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this whole year has just been a unilateral wet dream for all conspiracy <laughs> theorists. But uh, and, and I'm witnessing this and I'm like, this is this is some sick stuff. Like if you posted something on a social media platform and, and a family member disagreed with you, that's wholeheartedly their right. Yeah, it's well, it's different when it's family members, because I mean. Brian, you've seen in the comments. Remember, I had uh, this black lady oh, curse, curse generations of my family because <laughs> we had posted a video of uh, that shooting that was in Atlanta, right, where the guy had passed out in the drive-through. Oh, so we were breaking it down. Yeah, so we were breaking down the video, and I said, "Look, this is the reason why it's justified. Is it sad that this man lost his life? Of course it is, but his actions are what led to that. So we kind of tried to walk people through it." And man, because we're not fans of the BLM or anything like that, right? So people start attacking Brian because he's 
more or less the biggest face you see on our social media pages. There's videos of Chris and I and pictures and stuff as well, but Brian's the most vocal. So when I come in and say, no, listen, this is the perspective of a minority and this is how I feel like this wasn't just a black guy that died. This was somebody who fucked up. Right. And, and his actions are what led to this. And I had this, I don't know how many people, black people, you're not really black, which I've heard plenty of times in my life. Cause I'm only half black. Right. So I'm nope, never black, not black enough, enough, not white enough. White enough. Yep. <laughs> but you know, that they, they were like, well, fuck, I accept I you for who you are. You're, you're white enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> My credit score says so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they were like, I, I hope your kids and your kids, kids will forever cursed in this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like we, the, the police stuff is always kind of touchy. Cause like I can look at and every incidence of force, you have to take that individual use of force for what it is and what's happened and break it down like step-by-step. Step. You got to remember this guy was on a DUI evaluation with the officers for over 25 minutes, right? He's, you know, he's with them. He's being cordial. They're going back and forth. Police are being polite, you know, no force was being used on him. Okay. No force was going to be used on him until he started resisting arrest. So what do they do? Hey man, you're under arrest. You blew over the limit. We are going to arrest you for suspicion to do why. If that, if that person turns around and listens to the officer, puts his hand behind his back, they put handcuffs on him. There's not going to have anything bad going to happen to that guy. He's going to go to jail. He's going to get booked. He'll probably bail out and be next 12 hours is going to suck. Uh, and then he's going to go about his business. But when you pull away, then you start fighting. Well, at that point, that's resisting arrest. And then if boy and I are fighting each other on the side of the freeway or on the I parking win. lot, you don't win. <laughs> but, you know, if if that happens, what's it's going to keep escalating until I can use enough force to overcome that resistance. Like I had, I was telling boy, I said, I'm glad that I'm very confident in my skills with my hands because the other day I got into a five minute fight and I wasn't worried that I had to use force to hurt this person. I didn't throw a single punch at him. I didn't hit him with my baton. I didn't shoot him with a taser. I didn't pull my gun out. I used my, my fighting technique or ground skills to overcome his resistance that he was doing and handcuffed him safely. Despite people filming me, despite people yelling at me, you're choking him. You're hurting him. Stop. You know, I'm videotaping, I'm videotaping you. And I had enough confidence as I'm holding him down and say, ma'am, I'll come and deal with you in a minute. I'll, I'll Chris was like, was doing. go ahead and put it on a YouTube channel. WBconspiracies.com. Yeah. We appreciate the likes yeah. and follows. <laughs> Mandatory jujitsu for cops, man. Right. Yeah, that, that's part of the thing too. Like people always say defund. You can't defund the police agencies and have them get better. You need to right. if you, funds if in you the want right people to get better, you need to fund them and give mm-hmm. them actual things and skills yeah. that they can use to promote um you know more effective uh control of of people that are being combative. And now I'm going to just throw this out there. One other thing before I get off on my tangent, there's no use of force that ever looks good. Very rarely will you ever see a use of force that says, Hey, this is textbook. This is how you should be. You know? And I was telling boy, I said, I really wish that, that 
my camera would have picked up everything that was happening because it was textbook because it was textbook <laughs> <laughs> at least my report says so yeah um no, absolutely a thousand percent mandatory jujitsu for cops absolutely i, uh, I agree. and then you know larry stevenson bearded black cowboy on instagram he larry. Um, at uh his at his school uh 3d martial arts they teach weapon retention techniques also um which was something i never even thought about till he brought it up you know, is, is everything on your belt is a tool, including your gun, right? Yep. That gun's not going to do anything unless you make it do it. Um, so when you're not confident in your fighting skills, you're going to get your ass beat. And when you're not confident in your shooting skills, you're, you're going to get your gun taken and probably get shot. Yeah. Um, so there, there's definitely, instead of buying, you know, the newest up-to-date cruisers, um, or the shittiest body cameras that money can afford, <laughs> they should be putting, you know, mandatory hundred hours a year on the mat or, yeah. you know what I mean? I had, a, I had a body camera that I bought on my own dime. And uh, yeah. the, fir- the first fight that I got into um, before this last one, uh, one of my partners was in a, a an altercation with a person and I went to go help him. And as soon as I went over and it would, the scrum started happening where we're all jumping on the guy to try to get him on the ground. Um, my body camera got knocked off. It, it had, a, it was tethered uh-huh. and it got knocked off and it barely like fell like, like a phone, like on the corner. Oh, and it's like, like yeah. that. Well, it completely destroyed itself. It wouldn't turn back on. I called the manufacturer and, and I'm like, Hey, I don't know what's going on with this thing. It won't power up. No, just, just reset it. And I told him, I said, look, this is the, I'm very disappointed. The first time that I got into a, an altercation, this thing gets knocked off and it barely fell from like, maybe like two foot from where we were falling on the ground. Uh, and it's broken. And they're like, Oh, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, send me a new one. They're like, uh, nah. nah. <laughs> I was like, crap. Nah. So I get, please. <laughs> Wait for yeah. my department to, to issue them to me yeah. next time. Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, this is such a wild time. Like, like big country said earlier for, especially for conspiracy theories, because a lot of them are turning out to not just be theories they are actually true, you know? So you can tell your friends that think you're crazy. Be like, Nope, look, look, man, it's happening. This is really happening. <laughs> so what do you guys think is going to come up with the, the election? How do you think the end game is going to happen? Because I've been, I've been go, speaking my mind a little bit. At, go through this. I don't know. And I'm getting, I'm getting a little worried now. We're getting um, to the point. <laughs> you're getting worried that it's just going to, they're just going to transfer yeah, power. I, I think I, they I, are. I don't, I don't, I mean, there's people that I respect saying that it's going to happen the other way. And yeah, I don't see, absolutely. I don't see it. I, to call. I don't see anything but Joe Biden being president for a month and then Kamala Harris. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, see, I think that's Joe Biden, scary. I think Joe Biden gets installed. I think they bring up a whole bunch of this laptop stuff mm-hmm. that they ignored for, to get him elected. And I think uh, they use that to get him out because he's obviously compromised. Yeah. And I think that that's the way that they get Kamala Harris in. I think they've always wanted Kamala Harris in. And I think she's unelectable. And I think oh, that's yeah. the only this whole that. huge election was the whole plan was the only way that they could game plan it to get her in. Yeah, there's no way that if you guys, if anyone paid attention to her at all during the debates, that could actually she get her elected. Dumb. She yeah, couldn't she get was, her own state's primary. She's awful. She was out before 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, even she, make it to like Iowa. Tulsi nope. Gabbard ate her alive. Yeah, the debate. she's hot too. Yeah, yeah. And, Tulsi's uh, getting after it. Like she's lately, it was a real, it was a real bummer good. to see her 
uh, endorse Biden. Yeah. But um, she just uh, voted no on that shit fucking stimulus bill. <laughs> oh, what an embarrassing. Let you them know, eat cake. Let, let's yeah. talk about that for a little. For yeah, little. That's, what, what do you think, Deborah? Well, he, he approved it now, so. He approved it. When? I mean, he he signed it today. Yeah, he tonight. signed he signed a new stimulus bill. It's a different one, but he signed it. Oh, what, okay. What changed? What's I haven't heard what changed in the in the package because I know that they were talking about they wanted he wanted a lot of the uh, the pork taken out of it, some of the stuff, the stimulus that was or the the money that was going overseas, uh, and he wanted to change the increase the amount, but I hadn't heard it anything got signed today. Yeah, so from Epoch Times, it says Trump signs 2.3 trillion relief and spending bill says more money to come. I don't was, I haven't that, read it yet. Was that the bill just to fund the government to keep them open? Yeah, it's the Omni bill and, and oh, the stimulus. Yeah, yeah Omnibus. The stimulus. And the stimulus. It's it's two things. And people were and that's a the big part of the thing that he had uh Trump had a problem with was the the Omni part, which is a lot of the foreign aid stuff. And I absolutely agree that we probably shouldn't be sending in Pakistan, you know, $10 million for gender studies. How much do you think we should send them for that? Deborah? It's fucking zero. <laughs> gender studies. How many genders are there, Deborah? I, there's a whole shitload of them. <laughs> well, gender is male and female. That's all there is, biology. No, you're biology. I, don't, I don't know anything about an Afghani <laughs> gender study. <laughs> they, oh, that, was, that was in the first stimulus bill. $10 yeah. million dollars to Afghanistan for gender studies. Mm-hmm. Like so are you, are you shaking your head at me? I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going. I'm, <laughs> that's what our government spends our tax dollars on. Yeah. And that's what they think that things it are important. Them, it took them eight months to decide to give us six hundred dollars and send seven. You've got you got states Sudan. that are being run by left left-minded people that shut down their whole economies and destroy their their states and now they want a bunch of aid and this is how they get it funded yeah. by doing these back back deals to other countries. And then they'll they'll get their their federal grants, and that's part of this this money that's getting put out there. So this is what he said. This is what this is a quote from from Donald Trump. It says, "I will sign the omnibus and COVID package with a strong message that makes clear to Congress that wasteful items need to be removed. I will send back to Congress a redlined version, item by item, accompanied by the formal recession recession uh, request to Congress, insisting that those funds be removed from the bill." And he. Well, uh, let's see. Trump also noted that the House will vote to increase direct payments to two thousand per person and fifty two hundred for a family of four on Monday, and a Senate vote will also start the process for a vote. Um, so it looks like he did sign it with a redlined edition, re- and I'm assuming, like what was redlined is probably the money to Pakistan. Um, Deborah, I wanted to to point this out and I don't know if you're familiar with it but there's been a lot of talk of uh of what's called um the sedition act insurrection could enforce or the yeah the insurrection act and part of this first omnibus bill in the bill was like 5000 pages right we we formed this country on four documents yeah and this this covid relief jesus this covid relief was 5000 plus pages and one of one of the aspects in that in that document said that um, basically the president would lose the ability to enforce the insurrection act, and I think 
you know, from a conspiracy mind, we could say that. What does the Insurrection Act say? So the the Insurrection Act gives Trump the ability to institute martial law in any area he sees fit, right? So it's not the entire country, but say place like Oregon, um, once they say, guess what, guys, Trump won. And next thing you know, Oregon, Minnesota, Atlanta, they start burning buildings down because uh, all the border, all the buildings are still boarded up in D.C. Um, and a lot of cities across the country, they can say, OK, martial law there. We're instituting curfews. Military is in charge. Well, Trump doesn't need to have that approved by Congress. Right. Um, and then basically whoever is arrested, the military courts deal with them. It's no longer a federal issue. It goes straight to the military. Um, yeah. And he can arrest basically anybody he wants that he sees fit um, if they were thought to have broken a crime, especially when it comes to the election. So governors, Senate members, Congress members, state representatives, election mayors, anybody, uh, poll workers, he can round them all up. Next thing you know, they all have to go through military tribunals um, and they're all subject to federal execution if they are <laughs> if they are charged with treason. Right. And their punishment is death. Um, and, and, right? and, my, and mind you, yeah. And, and mind you, Deborah, this is not like Donald Trump being a tyrant this this power is in, in is is given to him through the constitution that was signed by a former president and congress yeah. so it's not like specific to donald trump um i mean barack obama had the same power as well as we never saw anything close to that but what was happening but what's also interesting about this too is that kamala harris still hasn't rescinded her senate seat she still they've, hasn't given up her Senate seat. They've they've selected someone to take her spot, but she still hasn't officially given up her state Senate speech. But the other thing is, too, is she's also part of the Intelligence Committee. Um, and right now, the Biden uh, campaign has been completely shut out of all intelligence briefings with the White House. Um, allegedly, there was uh, some information that they knew if they gave his campaign would make it to China. So they gave them a piece of intel, and uh, within 30 minutes, the Chinese already had it. Uh, next thing you know, they stopped sharing intel briefings with them. They cut them off. That's when all those uh, changes took place in the DOJ um, with uh, with uh, Ezra Cohen basically taking over, you know, intel. And it's it. A lot has been going on with this insurrection bill. So earlier this year. When uh, Attorney General Barr was still at his post, they basically restarted the federal execution machine, right? Donald Trump approved of um, firing squads, electric chair, hanging uh, as all part of, you know, punishes uh, for treason. And they remodeled Gitmo and made it bigger and we're told to prepare for several high level us citizens it was so outdated before it had like shed yeah. carpet it was and like, terrible you know, like gross green paint color you know they, they updated yeah. it yeah they updated it made it big reactivated the ice prisons as well so i guess we have as far as the united states is concerned we have prisons in um, greenland iceland um, norway 
they call them the ice prisons they can house ultimately way more than gitmo ever could even after the upgrade um now uh, we've said on the show numerous times that outcome regardless trump biden no matter what happens january 6th january 20th um it's always a great idea to be 100% prepared for 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 whether it be civil uprising, whether it be power outages, whether that be some kind of foreign involvement with China. Um, you know, there was rumblings about Chinese soldiers fighting with American soldiers on the Canadian border. Um, all these contested states, we talked about it on our show, just so happened to all be border states. Um and all these governors that are in these contested states just so happen to have connections to the Chinese. Um, it's, 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 man, it's, it's, it's interesting what, what will happen and what could happen. I tell everybody, it, it, it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter the outcome. It's, it's always a good. I, it's something's going to pop off. It's going to. Yeah. If you have a million people going January 6th to DC when the electoral electoral college is supposed to cast their votes Right to count these votes, they're they're estimating a million people to come into town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh man, yeah. The, Donald Trump has basically said, "I want all of my supporters in D.C. January 6th. Now, when when you're extremely liberal, there are people literally crying on YouTube and TikTok and whatever <laughs> else everybody's using these days. Uh, saying that Donald Trump has called his militias to arms and. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like there's never been I, I'm sure there's probably been a couple fist fights at these rallies of his, but we're not seeing, you know, them throwing diarrhea filled balloons at cops. <laughs> like that's just not happening. So I but Biden's already got ahead of it, right? Because we know the guy can't fill a parking lot. And he said, Hey, to all my to all my followers and supporters, stay at home. Don't show up, <laughs> and it's like, no. Who are you telling? Nobody's showing up, anyways, dude. I didn't. I didn't invite anybody to my birthday party, anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and he's like, hey, everybody, just stay at home. So, dude, no one's coming. You know, but yeah. like the country said, something, one way or the other, something's going to happen. Um, and who knows, dude? By by February, we could be running two separate governments, like they do down in Venezuela right now. Man, I I'm I'm a big proponent of uh, secession um i want more than two you know i'd like 50 but (laughs) um i don't think there's any hope for us as a unified country and i don't think that's a bad thing you know i don't think people should be sad about that there's no way that that we're this far apart and that we're ever going to come back together yeah unless they drop an alien invasion with with, with Project Bluebeam. 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 Gabriel, have you heard of that one? Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam is going to be the series finale for 2020. I said it. Well, I thought it was when Bobby Shmurda was going to get out of jail, but it <laughs> took his parole away. So, damn it, 2020. Project yeah, Bluebeam. Deborah is <laughs> is like um, a very technologically advanced um, holographic fake holographic um you know say like an alien invasion yeah or people that are out there i'm not going to make any assumptions about anybody some people think that there was holographic planes that flew into 
the two towers, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh-huh. but, um, he, like if you go back even to like Ronald Reagan when he was starting to lose it a little bit and he was drooling in his Cheerios <laughs> and he starts talking about like how a an alien invasion would bring like make us forget all our differences yeah. and bring the world together and and Under usher in this order. new world order. Yeah. New He's, world he says order. that same speech like twice. Yep. And uh that like drew made uh ufo people go crazy in the 80s yeah. but um yeah so that's what project blue beam is but getting back to it i don't know i wish you know my government i wish my state i wish there was portland and like you know um are you, you guys are in california i don't know if they have the equivalent in southern california but they have like the state of jefferson which is like north of sacramento okay up to like southern oregon mm-hmm and it's like it's like this group it's like a an area that's always wanted to secede and be its own okay its own state here in oregon they have the state of eastern oregon and like there's actually um you know secession movements happening i don't don't know i think that's the only the only thing that can well that was make do you think i mean how many states you think will have the guts to actually secede though i mean besides texas that basically said that they're open to it well texas just said just let us out like we don't want to have anything to do with either one of you left or right Um, i don't see why people would have an issue with it like if you think everybody else if if you live in portland you think everybody else is like us just this racist horrible monster why not just let them go have three quarters of the fucking eastern part of the state which is like high desert with nothing yeah. in it you know yeah it's beautiful but like there's nothing there yeah 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 the deborah what would you say as as someone who would prefer to live in like a, a more liberal area why would that uh concern you she does live in the liberal area. Uh, it yeah. doesn't it i mean it does because you know people are not going to be happy about the distribution of resources. They're just going to, you know, there's going to be too many people who are feeling like they're losing out on something they have or don't have. But um, I mean, we're too, we're too big. We're too unwieldy. It's, it's not, I, it just seems not possible to, to have as many people as we are, following the same dogma it's just yeah. not possible so what do you do you break up not, the country we're not going to be following the same dogma well th- that's i'm saying we are too big to do that yeah yeah i think i think i think the the major issue is that like deborah was saying is how do you break up the resources for to make each individual state become self-sufficient because california is not going to be able to have things that it needs you know like water because we're a desert and we get we pump in all of our water right um resources as far as what are we going to export to other states to give us something that's trade value that's enough to sustain us, you know, besides our tourists, you know, which are sunshine. We, we can't, we can't even do that right now <laughs> because we were in lockdown because our you governor guys, is an idiot. Uh, everything's shut down. So you guys just lost a, um, a Senate seat too, or a house of representative seat. Yeah. California and New York just lost a seat because of so many people have left their state. Exiting the state. Yeah. 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 So it's going to keep happening. Um, but the succession, I mean, I, I agree. In theory, it's it's a good 
it would be better for us to just have to worry about, you know, 45 million people. The problem is, is that China could waltz right into Sacramento, you know, slap their lap a couple of times and Newsom jumps right up. You know, <laughs> like that, that's my biggest fear is like, if we were to succeed, all 50 states separate. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to move to a place where Gavin Newsom wasn't in power? Oh, yeah, for but, sure. I want okay, to do that now. But. So, but, but how do we offer that? Like I'm, I'm designated as a, well, I can't, but my job <laughs> is specific to California, the job that I do. So I can't just take my job, uproot my whole family and then move. Who's going to, who's going to pay for that? Me? Because everybody else is changing their beliefs. Why should, why should my life have to change and where I live have to change just because I believe the right guys and not the left guys. I mean, I had to do that with my own money. Yeah. I didn't want to live in California anymore. Yeah. But were you, were you employed by the state? No. I don't think anybody, I mean, no offense, man, but I don't think anybody should be employed by the state. Like I think the private sector can handle everything way better than the, than the government. So yeah, the, the private sector, how, how well they're at policing. What's that? Policing. How, how well does the private sector do at policing? They do really well. And the autonomous zone, they did pretty good. <laughs> I'm not talking about the autonomous zone. I'm talking but about that's, that private, was private, pri- that was private people policing, right? not private. There's just people with guns. It wasn't like a private security company that was hired by anybody. So and, security, like, and like, private it, well, security can and do you the can, job of police. And, and then you could just be like, Oh, I don't want to live in the autonomous zone. Yeah. yeah. But and you could go to way, a place and, and organize with people that you are like-minded with and you could hire a private security company. No, I'm, I would, I would be, I would be for something like that, but you're talking about uprooting millions of people. And not I think I, I think the 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 core I think of if, it, if it broke up and we're like we, you can come to you can come to Montana we have these ideals you know yeah come here you yeah, know for sure but like I said or you my, can I think come to biggest... California and you can pay seventy percent taxes yeah. and Joe Biden can be your president here yeah it can all be so, the same so I can... think I think that would work right if they said okay Donald Trump's going to be our president and these states right these are your choices that you could come to yeah I would say yeah I'm going to leave I'm going to go you know back east further to to do that but you could go to you like really a state go where there is dude. there is no president yeah Donald uh, Trump too yeah whatever I, right if that's your beliefs the, the biggest concern like I said though would just there there are states where China's dug in so deep or any any other foreign country could just show up and say, this is our state now. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And I think that's um, what uh, the unified country of the United States, where it stands for right now is that when we're, we are backed by this government machine that's in place that it will, is supposed to protect our, its people. And when it, does, break, it doesn't when, do that though. And it's like so far gone. When's the last time that like, we've been invaded? <clears throat> um, Arguably it would be 2020. Yeah, 2020 by Dominion, right? But what, but, but I think that, I think the core of that argument is 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 people that are like minded that that join in a community and have uh, an unspoken universal set of rules that we all kind of agree to. I think self consciously. I mean, I've seen it in Kansas. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's crime out here, but crime doesn't happen as much as it does. Like where I live, it's 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 more suburban. Um, it's definitely a more liberal area, but if you go 20 minutes, 30 minutes South, 
you don't get home invasions. You don't get robberies. You don't get crime the way that you would in cities and stuff like this, because everybody agrees with these set of rules. Yeah. And enforcing those rules is everybody has a gun on their hip or everyone has a gun in the truck or everyone has six guns in their house. Like, yeah. No one's breaking any anyone's home because if if that were the way it was everywhere, I think you would see you know a big change in attitude, um, because people are thinking. I mean, they've made it basically legal in California to just walk out of a store with uh, I think it's under nine hundred dollars, and it's just a, a ticketable offense. You just you just get a citation and move on. Right. If you get caught, um, same with private property. If someone walks in and say you have a welding machine and it's an $800 welding machine and they walk in your garage and take it, they can't take them to jail. They'll write them a ticket, you know? So the state, uh, or not, not even the state, the cities, right. Um, or counties have made these laws, uh, at, from state legislation, legislation, uh, that trickles down and it just lets people do what the fuck they want to do. Um, so at some point, you know, local and state governments are kind of stripping away the, the, the consequences for some of these acts. Um, and if it was natural in California as it was in Texas or Kansas to walk around with a pistol on your hip, people would probably change their tune about walking into someone's garage or someone's store and taking a bunch of shit you know? So it's true. They criminalize people that are defend their own property here. Exactly. Yeah. That's part of the problem. I think yeah. Deborah, let me ask you a question. How many times have you watched the movie, the matrix? Well, at times didn't understand okay. it the first time. Didn't understand it the second time. <laughs> I still don't get it, but, I, but, yeah, <laughs> but I've seen it. I say, I think the more like you should watch it again. And then try to equate that movie to the community that you are now in. Because as far as we're concerned, you and Adam are both now truth hooligans. <laughs> and as we say on the show now, we say welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar if you're listening to the show. And that's the point to where you've taken the red pill. And these people that, that you know, we've talked about tonight, you know, uh, the people that... that got into it with my coworker calling them all these names. They're still in this, this world in this realm, you know, Sam always talks about realms that I know this isn't, I know this isn't steak. I know this isn't wine, but it tastes like it. And that's good enough for me. Yeah. But you're, you're now in this elevated arena of thinking with, you know, with what Adam and you are doing with your, with your show about understanding the way that the world actually works. Mm -hmm. um, I think a fantastic book to read is called None Dare Call a Conspiracy by Gary Allen. It's like 120 pages. I mean, you could probably read it in the night. It's real, real, real easy to read. Or like a pamphlet. It's more of a, it's more of a pamphlet. <laughs> um, and, and crazy enough, man, the, the individual that, that pushed that book onto me was Alex Jones. He used to do a commercial about it. There was a book that woke him up. And when you start to understand these things throughout history that have taken place, that it kind of starts putting things back into a more tangible 
idea that, that you're now operating in this world that you're now operating in. Because, you know, as we talked about on the show, it's kind of time to get, get back to what we were talking about. Um, you know, 2020 has been this wild year. And for, I mean, I, boy, I, I've been doing conspiracies for Jesus, like 10 plus years now. And I would say for, for nine years, right up until this last year, everyone's like, you're crazy. You're insane. You're the weirdo. And those same people now are like, Hey man, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's because they know that you do a, the, so much research on your own. They can, you've dug in and dug deep that you can provide information. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we talk about in our show is, you know, we're always going to be able to throw out information and then you got to do your own research. You yeah, gotta, don't, you gotta don't believe a fucking thing we say. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you don't believe the media, like, pushing their, what they're saying down your throat all the time. Right. It's mm-hmm. always the same thing. It's always the same thing over and over and over. They're selling fear. They're selling fear. You know, when you get past that, if you start looking at things and, you know, really d- digging for their true meaning, then you're going to find a lot of the truth. And that's what we like to promote is yeah. just do your research, find your, the truth that's out there. Cause if you look hard enough, you're going to find it. Yeah. I mean, we even do that just amongst ourselves. Yeah. Right. Cause we always are getting information from constantly users from coworkers from everything and we'll send it back and forth and there'll be times where brian will be like i never heard that shit or i can't find anything about it and same on our end you know and chris is just kind of shaking in the corner the whole time <laughs> in the um, fetal position but, like i can't uh, believe this is true please don't please but, don't you know i don't and, know man i don't know but i don't know i don't know about you brian because we don't get to see you every day but I know for sure there's been times, especially since the election, where I'm like, dude, I just need to take a day off. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to go on social media. I don't want to hear anybody talk about it. And, but that's always the day that Brian's like, troops in Canada. <laughs> like, Shots fired. Brian, they're, fighting, they're fighting Chinese right <laughs> yeah, now. Like, oh, come dude, on, man. Stop texting. Take me out of the group text, you know. But, I'm taking the day um, off. But it's... It, yeah, Nebuchadnezzar for sure. It's this is the point where you're eating slop, dressed in rags, and you're realizing this is the real world. You know, yeah, like that movie. What's that movie? The um, Ice Piercer, Snow Piercer, oh, Snow Piercer. Yeah, yeah, Snow Piercer. That's basically an allegory for for we're all the people on the back of the train. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, that's that's the funniest part, right? Because I mean. The, the most overused phrase in 2020, besides you're a racist, is we're all in this together. <laughs> and like, that couldn't be further. No we're, well, no, we're not. Like, you know, when we saw Nancy Pelosi open her refrigerator, when, when, when we first started this whole two week, two week run of lockdowns that were on like almost a full year now, she flattened the up, curve 15 days. Yeah, flattened the fucking curve. Um, she opens up a refrigerator and she's talking about how she has like $10,000 worth of ice cream in her refrigerator. And then she's like $600. That's all you get, you know? And it's like, and she said, what did she call it? She called it a, um, she said it was a, a, sizable, a, significant, significant amount. Yeah. It's and, like, it's not as much as we wanted to get you, but it is significant. But, but we're sending. What we're the sending fuck am I going to do with six hundred bucks? I can't even well, buy. buy more uh, ammo. I can't buy an AR kit for six hundred bucks. Exactly, anymore, and know? that's what I need that two grand for. I've got. Yeah. I got <laughs> three. Once teenage- we get the two grand, I'm buying the. I'm finally springing for the BCM upper, man. So, there you go, man. That's what. Getting <laughs> straight to firearms unknown. Yeah, I'm going to buy. I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm taking the government's money and I'm buying guns and crypto. So that's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. The first round of stimulus, right? 
because I I didn't buy my gun during that whole round because it was wild to get into places were booked out. You had to make appointments. You know what I mean? I was on gun uh, four by that time, but, but now it's like, you know, I don't know how many first time gun buyers I'm walking or first time shooters, people that never even held a gun walking into gun stores. Like I want my gun and I want it tomorrow. Well, that's not how it works in California, but <laughs> yeah, <all laughs> you know what I mean? a lot of liberals, I think got really upset about it and like, what, what do you mean yep. I need to fill out paperwork and yeah. and wait 10 days? And Exactly. You know, you're not going like, to wait 10 days here, but... You yeah. should have been like, oh, just go to a gun show. They'll give it to you that day. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll go to the gun show and they'll be like, no, it doesn't work that well, way. Like, I, I forget who I was listening to, but they said, listen, regardless of how strict these gun these gun laws get, doesn't matter what state you're in, uh, I'm either going to buy my gun in a gun store or in a hotel room somewhere. So do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's it's same as prohibition, right? People are still getting drunk. You know, they, it just drove everything underground. That's all yeah. that's going to happen with these I'm not, gun laws. I'm not but. telling anybody, any of my California friends to do anything, but I also heard that it's a misdemeanor the first time you get caught concealed carrying without a permit. So yeah, do what you, you know got to do. And, but here's the fact of the matter. And I mean, Chris, you, you don't have to put your name on it or anything, but if if I get stopped and I have a pistol on me and it's registered to me and I have my license and I've never been charged with anything crazy and I tell the officer, this is this is where it is. This is what I have. Here's all my information. Here's my hands and everything goes smooth. Maybe I might have to pick it up at the police station. Right. Hmm. But I'm not I'm not going to get shot down and I'm not you know what I mean? I'd rather I, I'd rather have 10 people that are good people with guns and and come across those people then come across with the one guy that's being sneaky and is bad with the gun right if i run yeah. into boya or brian or adam if you guys are carrying i'm on on duty i'm not going to be worried because you know as, as the interaction goes or deborah's packing heat yeah. deborah's <laughs> packing I, some heat if i get pulled over i don't say shit i hand the cop my my license and my and my concealed carry card yeah, nope. I don't exactly. say anything. And more often, than, more often times than I've never. Every time I've done that, they've come back, given me my shit back, and been like, "Slow down." Yeah, yeah. have a good day. Slow down. <laughs> like, n- I never got a ticket when I gave them my concealed carry card. Me, me, I'd still write the ticket because I'm a soulless asshole. But that <laughs> <laughs> sends you on your way. Road pirate, Deborah. Deborah, do you own a firearm? Listen, I I'm, I, I harass both captains all the time. <laughs> have you Have you considered purchasing a firearm? No. Even this year. I'd what? get hurt. No. What if? Yeah, but you're gonna get hurt. I, I, because I, I, I wouldn't know. We'll I mean, show you. You know, obviously, <laughs> Do a live if, podcast if it were to yeah. come to that point, I would, I would learn how to do yeah. it. But I have to walk, walk, walk to your house, hey, Deborah. Don't you think that it's better to have that knowledge now and well, not need it than well, it once you need it and not have it? <sighs> I, I would, I would say, Deborah, find, find a. Um, find a firearm safety school in your area. You don't have to have a license to go to one right of those now. classes. Um, they are, they are a pretty good portion of the day, but it'll make you feel so much more comfortable with a firearm. And then, and I, and I think after that would be the best time to make a decision. If it's still not your thing, that's cool. But so I, t- I told my mom the same thing. I said, I think you should look into getting your license. She mentioned the same thing. I, I She said that she would, she wouldn't mind it, but she was a little nervous about, handling and operating a firearm uh, and i recommended the same thing for her um 
Well, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot Plus, of uh, women's women's groups out there. Great women's oh, yeah. groups to, that get together. Um, like they do, like ladies. Yeah, Brian's, Brian's in one. Yep, Brian's part of those groups. <laughs> yep, <laughs> part of that gender studies we were talking about. <laughs> they all have the same haircut. Uh, yeah, Deborah my wife. My and... wife did a uh, did a all women's uh, firearm safety class That's at my awesome. rifle club. Oh, it's fantastic! That's awesome, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Deborah, Adam, I have one last question for you guys. I'm not sure how long you guys go for, but um, will either of you be taking the vaccine? Um, I can't, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I can't say that I, I'm not going to, because I gotta, I gotta work, but I'm going to do everything that I can to not, not take it. I'm, I, I, I go back and forth, but I don't want to be one of those guys that says like, I'm never going to do it. And then I have to live with that, like mm-hmm. feeling of being a pussy who caved in. Um, you know, I got a mortgage to pay. Um, I hope it doesn't come to it, but I got a feeling it's going to, I'm not going to allow my wife, I'm trying to get my wife pregnant. I'm not going to let her take it until yeah. ever, you know? Um, but Just yeah, it's really pregnant, scary. Pregnant, this, pregnant. Uh, Irish twins, Irish twins, Irish twins. Yeah. That's what I want, you know? And I can't, uh, it's really scary. All this stuff I'm hearing about, uh, fertility and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of just unknowns. We'll never, never. never. Exactly. We will not. I think everybody's got to make their decisions for themselves. You know, it's something that at the end of the day, like Adam's saying, like, it's hard for me to say that I'm not going to take it. They did a, 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 we did a, like a poll at the office where I work at. They're like, Hey, if we have it, do you guys want to take it? And I was like, fuck no, you know, <laughs> no, no. And then, you know, are you interested at all to take it? And I'm like, no, still no. Mind. yeah, still no. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't know if they're going to make us take it. Can they make us take it? Big country. I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right. The Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous video lectures discussing many different topics concerning your health when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations that are currently happening right now. He is the author of Human Heart, Cosmic Heart, published by Chelsea Green in 2016. He is the primary author of the Fourfold Path to Healing and co-author with Sally Fallon of the Nourishing Traditions book of baby and child care. It's wonderful. I have it myself. Highly recommend that book. He is one of the founding board members of the Weston A. Prince Foundation, and he is trained and experienced in anthroposophic medicine as well. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean and healthy toppings that you can add into your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's Garden has created powerful vegetable powders that you can add to your already existing recipes or use them as seasonings. Each of these jars contain roughly 50 teaspoons and a single teaspoon of serving of Dr. Cowan's Garden powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. That's right, one teaspoon. Parents, are you having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to finish their vegetables? No problem. Sprinkle a little of this baby on top of your kid's food and boom, a full serving of cooked vegetables. We are excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden and by clicking the link in the description of this episode and on our website under the affiliates tab and using the unique promo code Dr. Cowan's Garden, all one word, you receive 15% off your entire order. That's right. Click on the link below this episode 
in the description or go to our website, WB Conspiracies, click on the affiliates tab, choose Dr. Cowan's Garden and put in the promo code Dr. Cowan's Garden, all one word to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. I mean, I don't know. They We're can't see, you know, they can't make you, they can like make it so you can't come to work if you don't yeah, have exactly. it, though, you know? Yeah. That's the thing say, is oh, like, you can't go on a job site, you know, you can only go on, you can't go on, you know, this company's, I think that, I think they're going to have to uh, have a, an alternate backup for the guys that don't want to take it then because well, cause had, I'm willing to go out and work without it. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had this conversation with my father-in-law and my wife um, and both made pretty good points saying that, you know, maybe the government isn't going to say it's mandatory, but you're going to have all these private companies, right? Like you said, like your job is going to say, you can't go to the site without it. Uh, you can't, you can't get on public transportation without proof of it. You can't go to a grocery store football game. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to, they're going to order my food. I'm not going to concert and I'll I'll figure out a way around everything. I don't care if I can't get on a plane again, I'm fine where I'm at, you know, um, but I I think that's, I think that's the route they're going to try and take is just squeeze out the people that, but I I have a feeling that there's far more people who refuse to take it than they're letting on, obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see how it changes. Cause I know it was like Ticketmaster or something like that. They had said, um, once a vaccine's available, you need proof of a vaccine in order to attend anything that that is run through Ticketmaster. And they had a huge backlash, and they ended up, you know, basically taking the story back and saying that's not what we meant. Um, yeah, I think um, I think uh, thriving gray and black economies markets are gonna are gonna come out of that if that happens oh, yeah. as well. And I think there's gonna be doctors that are willing to forge paperwork, and I think there's people that are gonna be able to make forge paperwork. So. You know, that's a route also. I think there's doctors that'll shoot a shoot a vaccine into a garbage can for you too. So Exactly. It's, I mean that's it's kind of what they uh, did when they gave it to Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'll take it's it if water it's shot. I want I want that one that's with the depressed plunger already. I'll take that Hell vaccine, yeah. you know. Oh Give me dude, that I one. just showed you my my vaccine syringe. <laughs> did you <laughs> see that? Did you see that one, Deborah? <laughs> yeah, we did. Told me about it. Yeah. I didn't see it. You told but you were talking about it before. Oh, all all of them are suspects. Like yeah. All of the ones, they sh- if if they have to tell you that they're going to show you, so you have visual proof that it's okay, that's not comforting. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to tell me that it's okay to take. Um, and yeah. anybody that's done research in vaccinations, we already know the vaccine vaccine courts they pay out billions and billions and billions of dollars for vaccine injuries, and it's a tiny fraction of the actual, just a, the actual injuries that actually happen, exactly, you know? yeah. and because you know. Brian, anti-vaxxer. Chris is pretty much close, close. Um, me, I, I say leave it up to the individual. Um, yeah, everything should be left up. You know what I mean? And yeah, absolutely. And, and so if, if that's the case, you know, because uh, now me saying Brian's anti-vaxxer, he's never telling people like, hey, you shouldn't, you know, that's just his his choices, mm-hmm. you know. But uh We'll see what happens. Like I said, I have a feeling it's going to be more private companies saying not to take it. Um, But we've we've gotten people with Bell's palsy. People in Australia are popping up with uh, positive HIV tests. Um, People are having... 2,000 plus reports of people um, coming down with cases of paralysis. Yeah, Bell's palsy. Yeah. 
Well, not and, just Bell's palsy, but like I can't move my legs anymore. Oh shit! Well, yeah, and so the crazy part like is, is Pfizer is going. Mm. Oh, and uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Pfizer, the CEO of Pfizer, ended up selling off like over sixty percent of his stocks. Right, <laughs> yeah, I heard right about before. that. Yeah. Now, if <laughs> if if that's not comforting, I don't know what is. You know what I mean? <laughs> So oh, give me two, brother. Yeah. Give me my shot and my they, booster. They already know that it's going to tank. Like it's doing terrible. If that was the case and Pfizer was so trustworthy, they wouldn't have Moderma and three other vaccinations getting worked on. But my biggest question is the most of these vaccines, I think all of these vaccines are, are 95% or less um, effective against uh, this, is what they say effective against coronavirus but you have over a 99% chance of surviving it if you contract it. Yeah. So why would I trust a vaccine that's less effective than it just naturally running its course? Yeah, do you yeah. lose like 4% survival rate if you take the vaccine? <laughs> like you were at 99, but now you're at 95 because you yeah. just basic math. Yeah. yeah. Common core, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Common Common core, core, baby. Yeah. If, if you, Johnny has a 99.9% chance of survival of Corona without a vaccine. He takes the Moderna vaccine. What is his current survival rate? <laughs> Please show your work. Ninety-five. You're a, you're a Nazi. Yeah, Make sure you draw a picture too, so you yeah. can draw the picture and show your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you. Yeah, well, that's that's what's kind of <laughs> that's what's kind of scary about it. If you think about it, right? That I don't think, and I think everyone is is pretty accurate with what they're saying about the vaccine. That they're not going to make you take it, but they're going to make it so you can't operate in society without it. So you can't go to shows, you can't go to grocery stores, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then one day right, your ATM is going to get shut off, and you're in, like, your in your ATM, your social credit score is going to go down. There, there, but but remember, there was a particular group of people in history that had to show paperwork where they went in order to be identified, right? Who? And so we brought up, you know, Nazis here. <laughs> so now I got to go into a store. Oh, excuse me, do you have your papers? Oh, yeah, here's my shot record. I'm good to go. Like, that is Oh, terrifying. you saw, uh, you, you sent us a picture of someone that had uh, a, a COVID vaccination yeah. card that they could carry with them. I yeah. I didn't know this was happening already. I had a friend yeah. that uh, friend of mine. I was just thumbing through Facebook the other day, and I was sitting next to my wife, and I was wasn't even paying attention. And my wife, who is like hardcore, like not like cussing, and then she said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and I, I had to stop. I was like, "What are you? What, what are you talking about? What I do?" Picture of the big I thought she was going to slap me, but it was a picture of a, a friend of mine, and she had a vaccination like record card. Like got my vaccine, you know, record. I was like, and so it begins. And it's got like open slots for like every yeah. year or every six months that you have yeah, to keep it's like, updating it's like a, it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like a sandwich shop punch card. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> the 10th one's free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones, yeah, the 10th one, you get sterilized on us. All right. Well, let's, um, <laughs> hey, Deborah, what we didn't really hear what your thought is. Let's, go, let's you take us out on that. On yeah, vaccines, absolutely. I'm on I'm, just on on maybe what what you think is going to happen with this one. Oh God, I'm I'm just in a wait and see. I'm I'm not in. I'm not rushing out. That's for sure. And I, you know, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, if you want to take it, I understand you're quite elderly. 
I am um, quite elderly. Smoke uh, I, I would, I would not you know, say that about my mother-in-law. I love if you can he wait, says it all the time. See if um, you can wait six months. You know? Well, that's the thing. I'm healthy, so I'm, I'm not going to be in healthy. that group of of people who are. And you're uh, not going to get fired from your job. Um, you yeah, so I I don't have to do anything except for sit and watch. Yeah, yeah. And and that's my plan. I like the left to, side of your face. Oh being able to move you know <laughs> um, it's my yeah. best side i might not get as many patreon or like uh paypal donations if if your face is paralyzed oh yeah i'm gonna have to find i don't know it. maybe the show i can't, we'll have to, right? I can't do this with my mom i'll if you get Paul's palsy i gotta oh. divorce your daughter and find a new mother-in-law so if that's oh, no. what's gonna happen so you Keep better not family take together okay. yeah, all right this, this all family right. unit relies on you cross my heart no. Right. Hope to die. <laughs> this one's this one's Brenda gets red pilled. Yeah, Deborah gets red. The new yeah. the new show. <laughs> Fran, Fran gets no. red pilled. <laughs> yeah, Deborah, I would encourage you to um, look into an individual individual by the name of Doctor Thomas Cowan. Um, the guy's phenomenal. He's actually uh, runs a um, halopathic medicine in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh he has an uh um a location there. We're a, we're an affiliate uh, of his on the show. He shell, he sells a, a vegetable powder mix that my wife and I started using. Um but he talks what's, about What's his name? Thomas Dr. what? Dr. Thomas Cowan, C O W A N. Um but uh, we familiar. have some some videos of him on our Instagram where he talks about one the coronavirus in itself. He discusses the faults of germ theory. If you've ever looked into germ theory versus terrain theory, but um, he also did a recent video, which we have on our Instagram that he talks about the PCR test and how the PCR test is, is probably one of the most inaccurate, atrocious things to be using as a catalyst for this virus hoax. So he's, he's got great information. I would encourage anybody to look into him. He is fantastic. Thank you. I will. Yeah. And fantastic products too. <clears throat> great, great stuff, man. Good. And good my wife you. and I freaking very good. Love it. Yeah, dude. You know what? I'll tell you guys uh, this. So we stop rambling here. But ever since the wife and I have gone um, GMO free, uh, organic, and gluten free, we feel amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now I know it's not for everybody. I know it's it's difficult and it's hard. It costs a little bit more. But, you know, we've had numerous conversations of what's the price I'm willing to pay to put better things into my body. Yeah. I'm all for it. If if, yeah. if I got to spend an extra hundred bucks at a grocery store to get cleaner food. I know it's hard because people got kids. People have you know four or five kids. Chris, you got like a, a damn near football team at your house. <laughs> I do. Almost uh, a basketball team. <laughs> almost a basketball team. But um, it's worth add it. Add mine in and you can have some bench, bench players too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. right Nicole's been asking to, for something to be put better in her body for a long time, even before you got uh, married. So, <laughs> made it happen, bud. Made it happen. <laughs> got a bun in the oven. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. For sure, we'll have to do this. Super again. fun, man! Thanks for um, having us on. Yeah, we definitely got a yeah, pleasure. I look forward to hearing about your new uh, your new Franklin scandal episode Ooh. and. Um, yeah, if you guys ever do another jujitsu episode, you should you should let me come on. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, 
Adam, you were on the Union of the Unwanted. Yeah, I got to go on one time. I just sat there in the corner and kind of just like looked at everybody. But (laughs) they were talking about like like uh, some pretty high tech social media stuff that's not really my forte. But it was really cool to like get to go on and uh, see those guys. And hopefully we get to go on the Sam's Big Show like you guys got to go on. So. Yeah, Sam's a yeah, man, Sam, Sam's a man. Sam's the Sam's the G man, and and how we we even ended up on his show was just Sam came to Kansas City one night, yeah, and the wife and I bought tickets, and I was like, hey man, you're like our inspiration for, for our show. He's like, come to my hotel room tomorrow, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so then he came on our show, and then eventually at some point we went on his. But that dude, that dude's a G, and he'll that guy will give you his shirt off your back. 100% yeah, sure. I had kind of the same experience. He came to Portland. Um, right when like the stuff kind of reopened back up and there was like mm-hmm. 12 people at his show and I went and then like he let me come on his uh pa- like one of his Patreon episodes. That's awesome. So it was pretty cool. Awesome. But yeah. Right on. I talk a bunch of it's cool. He knows who I am, you know. So I yeah. he promotes yeah. me and I talk shit to him on on the Patreon <laughs> all the time and he's uh giving me verbal verbal uh affirmation that he'll that he'll at least come on our show. So nice. Good. That's cool, man. That's awesome. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a he, he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, guys, this is uh pretty awesome. Thank you so much Thank for, you. for coming on. Thank you, Devin. Uh, you guys have an open nice invitation anytime you want to come back. Sure. Um, yeah, we should do it again. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? And so especially that website where we can find that um Project Monarch documentary. Yeah, so the website is wbconspiracies.com. Um uh, we're pretty proud of that one my brother uh, my brother is like um the jamie of joe rogan's podcast he's like (laughs) that guy he's our tech guy um does fantastic work so we have a handful of documentaries on there um the three that we had mentioned tonight are on there um all of our episodes uh with the exception of our last couple they get updated every weeks are on there go ahead Deborah, you I, no, I I lost you guys. Where did you go? Oh, we're here. I, we're here I did something. <laughs> okay, well, just keep quiet for a minute, okay? okay. <laughs> um, we're on Instagram, Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies. We're on Twitter. Um, two new platforms that we are on now. We are on MeWe. It sounds like an Asian porn site, but it's not. <laughs> it's basically if Instagram, Twitter... And Facebook had a baby. It's this new platform, new word platform that doesn't censor your content. So that's really great, I think, in the conspiracy world because we get shadow banned a lot on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So it's M E W E, me, we. And we're also on Gab, um, Gab Social, G A B Social. We have a Patreon coming out at the end of January. Um, so stay tuned for that. And we have a GoFundMe. We're we're about halfway there for some new mics for the show. So um Oh yeah, there's I'll, a link put, I'll put uh the link for that in our show notes too. So awesome. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much. And um yeah, dude, uh, we'll definitely schedule a show to get you guys get you guys on our show. Cool. Did you guys uh record this one? You can release it if you want to. Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Cool. Currently awesome. recording. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to come on and uh cross promote. So awesome. um I appreciate together. you guys so much. Um yeah. Stay free, Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Free. Happy keep holidays. For, be safe. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. keep looking for truth, guys. Yeah, you too. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. All right, We're out. All right. Peace. See Bye. you.
I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. USA in this house. USA in this house. Donald Trump, Putin, shit. I say I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot.